his personality. Well, he's very sassy. <laughs> he brings a, a lot of humour, a lot of spice to um, this play. But I think what I love about the most and what I've found um, from Tafai during this process is the bravery that he has within himself. You know, he's up against all these obstacles um, of bullying or of, of being told no, of getting pushed back when he wants to move forward in his dance career. But despite all those barriers, he still has the bravery to keep moving forward. And that's one thing that I've really loved about this uh, journey of finding Tafai. Tēnā koutou, nā hui e whahatino, harikotaku nā koe ke tia ia koutou. We're giving you a backstage pass, sharing insights about the mahi that goes into creating great theatre with Auckland Theatre Company. Come intrigued, leave inspired. Kia ora and welcome to Backstage Pass. I'm Maxine London and I'm giving you a backstage pass to discover what it takes to create exceptional theatre in Aotearoa. Come on this journey with me as I talk to directors, actors, creators and designers and learn more about the work that goes on behind the curtain. We'll uncover juicy anecdotes from the rehearsal room, dive deeper into important themes and uncover how much hard mahi it really takes to take plays from page to stage. Hyperspace, the play that's so catch it's cool, begins previews on February 7th at ASB Waterfront Theatre. It's set in the 90s Aotearoa and features lots of throwback jams, funky dance moves and a collaboration between Auckland Theatre Company and Te Po Theatre. Today I am joined by actor Cruz Tangiera. Cruz is a TV presenter and reporter for Te Karere. He plays for the New Zealand men's netball team and plays Tafai Patai in hyperspace. Kia ora, thank you so much for joining me today. Tēnā thank you for that introduction, I love it. I feel very special uh, having that introduction, so mihi ana Let's kick things off with a little bit of a about the play sort of section. What is hyperspace about from Tafai's perspective? Yeah, so hyperspace from Tafai's perspective is, is about... Tafai really coming into his own and following his dreams, despite whatever barriers he may face. He goes on this journey of of really uncovering the the deeper layers of of himself as a young adult, and and I think dance is something that really connects him to a lot of different things. But one thing that does connect him to is Natalie, who is his his co-star, I guess, in this play. Um, and it just follows that that journey of of love, passion, fear, hurt, pain. Um, and overcoming those those barriers, as I mentioned before, in order to fulfil your dreams or to fulfil the dream of Tafai, which is to be a professional dancer. In the play, at the beginning, Tafai and Natalie, they really butt heads <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah. Um, there's two very strong personalities battling it out. Uh, can you kind of talk a little bit about what's going through Tafai's head when he first meets Natalie? Yeah, it's interesting because we get... Intro- intro- well, these two characters introduce... Um, get introduced to each other in a place that is very much their territory. So they both love dance, and um, we're, we're in the studio. Oh, Tafai, sorry, is, is teaching aerobics, and then Natalie comes into her space that she thinks it is, um, thinking that someone else is trying to to take to take her, her place. So they're, they're very much territorial, which is where I guess that um, butting off the heads comes from, but. As we follow these these characters throughout their journey, they they discover that they're very similar in a lot of ways, and that that um, territorial aspect of of the character comes from a place of comes from a place of of I don't want to say hurt, but it comes from a place of being defensive because they use dance as a way to heal 
the things that they're going through for Tafai, it's his sexuality and, and his identity. For Natalie, it's her uh, health condition. And but dance is something that dance is a place where Natalie can be, where she doesn't think about anything else, where she's really free and in her zone and in the moment. And so when these two characters are butting heads, and that first thing that we get to see them together, it's like all of that has been taken away from each of them, and they're fighting to keep though the, that those feelings and that protectiveness in place mm. there's 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 a moment a little bit later on in the script where Tafai and Natalie have this really nice moment and they kind of have a little bit of a flow um and as Hyona um says she kind of thinks it's almost sexual yeah. maybe yeah. um can you talk me a little bit about what's going through Tafai's head in that moment yeah well he's definitely not attracted to her physically <laughs> but he's attracted to her uh, like to her spirit and I think the why he's attracted to her um, spirit, so to speak, is because she stands up for herself and she knows what she's worth, and so does Tafai. And that's what I mean by the similarities. They very much have a strong sense of belief in, and um, integrity within themselves. And I think that's why he's, he's very much drawn to her later in the play is because he can see a little bit of himself in, in Natalie. And I don't think he's ever seen that before in, in, in any other person. Can you tell me a little bit more about Tafai and, and his background and who he really is? So Tafai grew up in a really small town, um, which south of well, south of the North Island, around the Levin Otaki area. Uh, he moved to Wellington, which is where this, the play takes place, um, to follow his dreams. But from a very young age, he was always a person that had he knew there was more in his life than just living in a small town. Um, he was also very much into ballet, so aerobics wasn't his first sort of introduction to dance. Ballet was, and he did that from a very young age. Unfortunately uh, for Tafai, doing what he loved the most, he was actually teased and bullied by family members, by friends, by neighbours. But th these barriers that I'm talking about, that is one of them. That doesn't stop him. So he's really on this journey to keep you know, forging a, a pathway that he wants to create for himself. His personality... Well, he's very sassy. <laughs> he brings a, a lot of humour, a lot of spice to um, this play. But I think what I love about the most and what I've found um, from Tafai during this process is the bravery that he has within himself. You know, he's up against all these obstacles um, of bullying or of, of being told no, of getting pushed back when he wants to move forward in his dance career. But despite all those barriers, he still has the bravery to keep moving forward. And that's one thing that I've really loved about this uh, journey of finding Tafai. Yeah, Tafai, Tafai sort of introduces himself at really random times um, throughout this rehearsal process. Obviously, when I'm acting, he comes out. But even when I'm away from the rehearsal space, when I'm at the gym, I feel like I'm doing like gym movements like how Tafai would. And I find that very interesting that I've come to, uh, I've found a deeper connection with this character. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. Sweet. So how did you find out about, about hyperspace and like what drew you to audition? So if we go back about five years when Astro Man came out, which is the uh, prequel to Hyperspace, I auditioned for Sonny in that play. And it got down to myself and uh, Cody Williams, who's playing Sonny in this, in Hyperspace. Uh, and Cody got, got that role. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, he, he was perfect for the role and he did a great job in that. Fast forward to 2023, um, Tepo Theatre asked me to do the promo shoots for for this play and I was like very intrigued I it seemed like something I would I would love to do because I love dancing and of course love acting um, but it was weird because we hadn't auditioned yet for for the play so we did the promo shoot the the shoots came out and then the auditions came 
and I got to read a little bit more of the script and, and uh, a description of Tafai and I was like, this is me on paper. Tafai is literally me on paper in terms of the journey that he's gone on and in terms of the barriers that he's faced and, and I guess the passions that he has on his life. We were very similar in that sense. Um, and that was one reason why I wanted to do this play. Another reason was I was going to be in the promo, so I was like, okay, I better audition <laughs> for the play. Thankfully, got the role, um, and we've been in rehearsals for just over two weeks now, and it's been pretty incredible. We've been on a journey, that's for sure. Amazing. That is, that's, I feel like that's an audition journey that you probably not hear of so often. I agree. It's yeah. kind of like you were made for the, for the role. I agree, and it, it was like this audition was like a five-year process, like back from when I auditioned for Astro Man yeah. to, to now. It really was a, a process that took that span of time because we are waiting for Tafai to be introduced into this bigger storyline, which um, obviously is written by Albert Bowes. So yeah, it's been, a, uh, it's been an interesting uh, process for me, but one that I've very much enjoyed as well. Can you walk me through a typical day in rehearsals? Yes, um, so for me, a typical day in rehearsal. So I'll normally wake up around 5.36, I'll head to the gym, warm my, my body up, do a workout. Um, then we get to, the rehearsal space Tepo Theatre just before 10am we do a chicken circle first before that we open with a karakia then we do a chicken circle and that our chicken circle is very much um, important because it gives the director and our producers an idea of how we're feeling that day and that information really dictates how they sort of interact with us and making sure that we're all on the same level um, and then we'll start with dance so an amazing choreographer uh, Jack Gray he's been leading um, the dancing throughout this process. He takes us uh, for dance in the morning up until about lunchtime, and then we'll break for lunch for an hour. And then after the lunch break is when we get into the, the acting work. So we'll break down break it down by scenes. Um, we'll, some some of us will work with Tainui directly. Some of us will step out of the space and and just work on character building. And then by the end of the day, we'll either run that scene or we'll run the first act. Um, and then from there, it's around five five thirty, and we're we're we head home. So. It is, it is a long day and it's very physically demanding as well as emotionally demanding as well. But I think at this point anyway, everyone is very much enjoying this process so far. It sounds like a really fun environment to be in and it sounds like Tainui, the director, has created quite a safe space for you to be able to explore new things and, and try new things. But what, what would you say would, would be the biggest challenge that you've encountered in rehearsals so far? Well, for me, I just actually had um, a challenging, I guess, moment uh, within myself. So on Saturday, I found out that um, Hyperspace will be, will be performing to different schools around Auckland. They'll be coming to watch. Um, and if we fast uh, rewind back to when I was at school, school, like it was great, but there were also times where I suffered a lot of, a, a lot of bullying for, for being who I was. And Tafai, this character, is, is very much similar to who I am authentically. And so when I found out that I would be performing in front of schools, being very much close to who I am authentically, it sort of brought back those traumatic moments to me and it sort of created uh, a creative block within myself because I felt not good enough. I felt less than... I felt those feelings that I felt when I was back at school. Um, and I knew, I knew throughout this process, I had a little pep talk to myself prior to the rehearsal starting that I would have moments where I'd have to face these traumatic moments head on again, but I didn't know when they were going to pop up and this popped up very randomly. We were just talking about it like it was such a casual conversation 
And then, yeah, like I mentioned, I found out that we're pro we would be performing to schools and it just brought back all those tough times that I faced um, during school. So it gave me that, it created, unfortunately, that creative block and, and it took a couple of days for me to really process that and get over it and I guess heal that, that part of me. Am I fully healed? I don't think so. Am I, am I still scared about, sorry, am I still scared about performing to schools? I am, but in saying that I know once I do it and once I have overcome that barrier, again, the word barrier pops up, it's going to be a very healing process for me and al almost like a cathartic process uh, performing to these schools. So that would be one probably challenge that has popped up for me so far. Yeah, yeah. and and I hopefully what um, these kids will get out of it from seeing you playing such um, an authentic mm -hmm. and sassy and quirky character, hopefully that will help some of the kids who are watching feel a little bit more comfortable in their own skin. 100%. And that's my hope. And, you know, this was back in the 90s, early 2000s when this bullying took place. And I feel like, you know, society has definitely grown and, and become more accepting. I mean, there's, there's representation in all different aspects of the creative field at the moment. But when it's you, yourself, like you, there's always that feeling of that, that anxious feeling within inside you when you have to face your fears again or have to face those traumatic moments again. But I very much hope that this um, character and, and also myself gives inspiration and, and hope to maybe someone else that is sort of feeling or, or going through the same things that I went through. You've, you've mentioned before as well that um, Tafai is kind of able to use dance as an outlet and a way of kind of processing his um, emotions and kind of what he's going through at that moment. Um, but how does dance and music really af affect him? Again, I'm going to use that word spiritual. It very much affects him. It, it moves him on a deeper level, at, at a level that is very healing for Tafai. When we, um, without giving too much away, but Tafai explains that dance was a reason that he was bullied, and now he's using dance to heal, and that's very much similar to my life as Cruz. I, I, I'm, I'm using acting to sort of to, to sort of heal, but music and, and dance and, and moving in a form that is very um, innate to Tafai is something that I think he uses in order to move past certain barriers. It's I find it quite. Um, interesting that Tafai re revisits dance because dance was the reason why he was picked picked on and, and bullied and and teased and even physically abused by family members um and in, in his younger years and the fact that he's coming back to that as a way to heal it's not Tafai doesn't just dance because it's dance Tafai dance dances because it's life's blood and he says that to Natalie in the play mm, yeah um so if there's if there's one sort of key message or theme that you hope the audience takes away from watching Hyperspace, mm. what would that be? I think there's a lot of different uh, aspects that the, the audience can take away from Hyperspace, but for me personally, and, and coming from a perspective of Tafai, is never let anybody tell you who you can and can't be. Your journey is your journey, and you have the mana and the and the kaha to really make your, your journey what you want it to be. Um, and the second um, aspect that I that I'd hope audience take away from from uh, hyperspace is really be true to yourself. When and really be true to yourself and believe in in yourself as well. There's going to be times and moments where people don't believe in you, or people are trying to push you in the wrong direction, 
or even your family members uh, are not seeing who you truly are and what you can be. But even when that's happening, if you've got belief in yourself, then that's all you need and you can keep moving forward. Mm, so you've mentioned before that you can kind of draw quite a few parallels between yourself and Tafai. Yeah. Can you go a little bit into that? Of course. So, um, yeah, as I mentioned, Tafai did ballet from a very young age and he was teased and bullied for that myself. I played netball, which um, in the 90s, which is when I was growing up and playing, was only seen as a women's sport. So I was picked on and teased about, about playing netball. So those parallels are something that draw us together and, and fighting that, that negativity in order to follow the dreams that we want to want to follow. Um, I had a moment sort of uh, last week where I found that bravery within myself as Cruz, not so much Tafai, and that was because I was playing Tafai um, in, that, in that aspect. And also just the belief, the self-belief that we both have in each other. I definitely... Um, can see the, the, the amount of belief that Tafa has and I also have that and I had to have that because from a young age when you are discovering who you are you have to have this sort of independence and belief within yourself because no one else has given that to you so I, those are the similarities that I see between myself and, and Tafa as well. And does that change the way that you approach playing Tafai and, and um, bringing the character to life? Yeah, it definitely does. The way that I uh, approach Tafai is is with that bravery. You know, if I'm being honest within myself as Cruz, I only probably only found that bravery like maybe three, two years ago. And allowing me to have that now and, and step into the shoes of Tafai, you know, Tafai's very sassy, he's very camp, he's very out there. In my normal day life as Cruz, that, that, that's not who I am and that's not how I, I guess, um, put myself out there in the world. I'm, I'm very introverted when I'm at home. I just sort of just stick to myself. But to have that bravery and to approach this, this character with that, it, it definitely helps me to bring out that campness and bring out that sassiness and, and not be afraid of... Of, of taking it a little bit further. Mm, that's so cool. And so so have you found um, that playing Tarfai also really impacts your own life? Oh, 100%. Yeah, the, yeah playing Tarfai and, and discovering this journey of Tarfai, it's given me a new sense of confidence within myself. Um, I take my hat off to Tarfai and I really respect the, the mana that he has within himself. You know, when you're putting yourself out there, when Tarfai puts himself out there in such a beautiful and and light and, and camp way you're unfortunately in society you're putting yourself up to be ridiculed to be picked on because of just how our society is but the fact that he that doesn't stop him from being who he is that is such a a strong aspect of tafa that i'm that i'm putting in my life now like I, i've always been made to feel well not always but i would definitely say in my schooling years i was made to feel not good enough because of who i was but what I can see in Tafai, in, in terms of that bravery and that strength, that's given me that bravery and that strength as well. So I'm, uh, uh, there's really no words to put into it, but I am loving the discoveries that I'm finding in Tafai that I'm also using in my own life as well. Mm. Oh, oh that's, that sounds like so special, especially <laughs> yeah. con- considering the, the five-year journey that you've come, totally. come on to yeah. play this role. It really feels quite special. Yeah. And I feel like the timing's right as well. Because had I, as I mentioned, I've only found that bravery in the last couple of years. Had I done this journey maybe four years ago, I don't think I would have been ready to step in, fully step into the shoes of Tafai. But now I am. And discovering who Tafai really is at, at the core, at his heart, that, that has given me even more confidence to step into these shoes as well. Yeah. 
Um, you spoke to RNZ a while ago about um, how your journey to Te Ao Māori has um, kind of impacted your cultural roots, um, which you see Tafai has a little bit of a journey with discovering his cultural roots as well. Um, yeah, I, I don't think we're similar in that in that point. I think Tafai is very much still on a journey of, of discovering his cultural roots. Um, as you mentioned, I, two years ago I went to Te Wananga Takiura here in Auckland to study Te Reo Māori full immersion to become fluent in the language. Um, and that, do, doing that course not only gave me the language, but it gave me a deeper sense of who I am, where I come from, and, and what I connect to. For Tavai, and just because he's because of the age that he's at and where he's at in his life, I feel like he's still on that journey. His his focus right now isn't necessarily his uh, is Tiao Māori. I think his focus right now is his dreams of being a dancer and doing whatever he can in order to get that. However, in saying that, I don't think he's totally um, distanced himself from Te Ao Māori. I feel like he respects it, but he's his journey is a little bit slower than what mine is currently. Mm-hmm. But in saying that, that the, the Te Ao Māori, the Te Reo Māori, has allowed me to, I guess, bring aspects of that and put it into tāwhai in such a, a, a camp and fun way, especially when, when I'm dancing as tāwhai, because um, a lot of what we the aerobics that we do in this, in this play um, is very rigid and, and very like straight lines, but instead of say a move like that, I'm going like that, which is a, a, a Māori move or mm-hmm. a move that you might see in kapahaka. So yeah. I'm bringing sort of little aspects into tāwhai that is um, te ao Māori focused, I guess, but he's probably in a, at a different space of his life than I am. Yeah, and because uh, tāwhai, he was kicked out of his kapahaka group for being a bit too much of a yeah. diva, right? Yeah. Um, but it, I think it's pretty brave of him to be able to bring haka fusion to the stage um in the 90s in such a what i presume is a white art form being aerobics um so does that kind of play into into what we were just talking about yeah him him doing that him bringing that that haka fusion oh i guess agreeing to the haka fusion which is what the character hyona wanted to bring into that's where that bravery comes back in again because I don't think in the 90s you'd ever see a mix of aerobics and, and haka being put into one routine and then presented at a championship and that's where that bravery comes in um, with Tafai again because you can see with Natalie she's not as um, warm to the idea but it's Tafai that's really, really, really pushing it. So yeah, that bra- it's that bravery that's coming back for Tafai in order to bring this, this haka fusion to, to life on stage. How do you feel performing Haka Fusion in an aerobics competition would have gone down in the 90s? Ooh, uh, I don't think it would have been accepted at all. I think it would have been like the biggest deductions of marks um, that you could probably get at an aerobics competition. But I love that and I love that um, Albert Bowes has written that into the players bar. It's sort of pushing the status quo and and writing outside of the out of, outside of the line, so to speak. Yeah, but I don't think it would have gone down well, but that's the whole point. When I talk about barriers, this is another barrier that we are facing as competitors in this play, but we don't actually care. We're showing these people who we are, where we come from, the passion that we're feeling at the time. So it's another one of these obstacles that both Tafai and when Nat gets on board, Natalie, are coming together to overcome. Mm. Do you think that that perception has changed over the last 30 years? 
In, in the aerobics world, do you mean? Or just well, in just, general? Just in general, Aotearoa yeah. culture. Yeah, I, I do. I definitely do. I um, definitely think that the perception towards te ao Māori and, and Māori culture in general has definitely changed. Working in Te Karere, I get to see different aspects of te ao Māori and, um, and I guess, you know, where we sit within society. Do I feel like there's more work to do? Yes, I do. Um, and who knows what the next three years could look like. It could look a little bit different. But I do feel like we as a country have taken a lot of strides forward um, in order to really embrace te ao Māori and, and the Māori culture um, if we look at competitions like Te Matatini, like it, it had some amazing, amazing um, viewership over over the course of the competition, and we had people coming from overseas to come and watch. So, you know, that's just one example of how big changes have happened. But as I mentioned, there's still a little bit more work to go to. Mm. Hyperspace takes to the stage the day after Waitangi Day. Mm. Okay. Does yeah. that have any sort of personal significance to you? The, the, the fact that uh, hyperspace is taken to the stage a day after Waitangi, I feel like is very significant. Waitangi for Māori is very much about our identity, who we are as a people. This play, hyperspace, is very much about who you are and yourself following your dreams. Um, and it very much aligns with the, the, the sense or, or the deeper meaning of Waitangi. I think it's very fitting as well that it's taking place. Um, and I think, I, and the fact that Waitangi in another way celebrates Māori, this play is celebrating creative Māori as well. It's written by a Māori, it's directed by a Māori, there are a lot of Māori actors um, in this show as well. So I think it's very, it's a beautiful, a, a beautiful thing that these two uh, kaupapa, or these two different um, pieces of, of work, so to speak, um, are taking place one after the other. Thank you so much for the insightful kōrero. I've definitely learned a lot and I can't wait to see Hyperspace and Tafai come to the stage. Hyperspace is kicking off previews on February the 7th and you can get tickets at atc.co.nz. Thank you for joining us for Backstage Pass. If you enjoyed the episode, be sure to share it with your theatre-loving friends and hit subscribe for more insightful conversations. Nā manaakitanga. Come intrigued leave inspired.